Hi, I'm James Law. And I'm Bronte Coy. And this is the latest from the newsroom. It's the afternoon of Monday, March 9. Another major Aussie company is under fire amid staff underpayment allegations. Billion-dollar hospitality empire Maryvale, that's run by Justin Hems, is facing an explosive court claim that alleges wage theft to the tune of $126 million. Yeah, in a news.com.au exclusive, we can reveal that law firm Adero is bringing an open-class action on behalf of an estimated 8,000 former and current employees of the company, with 235 already on board, alleging they were regularly overworked and significantly underpaid. So Maryvale operates about 70 venues spanning pubs, clubs, restaurants and function spaces across Sydney. The landmark case involves two allegations, the first being that salaried employees, mostly chefs and managers, were paid for a contracted 38 hours per week, but rostered on to work an average of 55 hours, and often more, without any additional pay. But the second and most significant part of the class action relates to Maryvale's employment agreement covering every worker, permanent and casual, which Adero argues was invalid for a decade from 2009 onwards. The legal firm alleges this claim could affect as many as 8,000 workers over a six-year period, with each entitled to between $3,400 and $10,000 per year worked. We'll keep an eye on this one as it goes to court. Meanwhile, overseas, a gunman has stormed a Paris mosque, firing off several rounds and leaving a victim fighting for their life. The man opened fire wearing a helmet in the courtyard of the place of worship in the city's north about 8pm local time. The victim was reportedly shot twice in the right leg and the gunman escaped on a moped, so an operation is underway to find him. Now, what is the latest on the coronavirus in Australia? Yeah, so there's just been news that a boy and a girl at a school in Sydney's west have been confirmed to have the coronavirus. The students are in year 10 at St Patrick's Marist College in Dundas near Parramatta. Um, At the time of recording, the school was still open. We'll keep you updated on news.com.au. Yeah, and on the coronavirus, what started as a desperate dash to the supermarkets in Australia has now gone international. There are reports Costco in Canada has been left with empty toilet paper shelves, while Tesco in the UK has been forced to introduce limits of five packs per customer. This comes after Coles and Woolies in Australia further reduced their limits to just one pack per customer. But stores across the country are still running out of toilet paper in the face of coronavirus concerns. A fight erupted in a Sydney Woolies store on Saturday night as tempers flared over limited supplies of the toilet tissue. Yeah, that was shocking vision. And last week, a man was tasered after an argument broke out over toilet paper at a big W in regional New South Wales. Yeah, really shocking. Anyway, we'll take a break. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. Now to the Royals, Bronte, and Megan's faced the Queen for the first time since Megxit. Yeah, talk about intimidating. Well, Megan and Harry, as we all know, are in the UK at the moment doing their final round of royal tours probably ever, before the looming deadline of March 31 when they will be officially stepping back from royal duties. Uh, And to that, Meghan, as you mentioned, came face-to-face with the Queen for the very first time since they announced they were going to 
step back from royal life. They went to a church on the Windsor estate um, with the Queen, with Prince Philip, with Prince Harry was with her. But of course, Harry has seen the Queen since then. He had to sit down with the Queen, um, I think last week it was, and discussed everything and they made amends. So it would have been a little bit of a tense situation coming. Yeah, could, could we tell any frostiness time? between them? Well, the, in, we've seen the photos of them all heading to this service and they all had big smiles on their faces, but they also were sitting in cars with windows with photographers outside. So mm. but on that, we will actually be seeing Harry and Meghan um, come face to face with Kate and William for the first time that we know of at the Commonwealth Day service at Westminster Abbey. That's happening Monday UK time. So we'll have the photos of that tomorrow morning, local time here. And again, take it all in because this these really are the last public royal sightings we're going to have of Harry and Meghan and we don't know what it's going to look like in the future. And how are, how are people reacting to their final appearances? Is she getting a warm warm reception? Well, there was actually, there was reports there was some heckling at one of the um, appearances they turned up at, but I think for the most part, Harry and Meghan are putting on a real glamorous show. They've turned up, I don't know if you've seen the photos, they've been absolutely mm. decked out, looking better than they've ever looked before, smiling bigger than they've ever smiled before. I mean, I think that their semi-retirement really suits them. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, we'll enjoy it while we can. Yes. That's it for this afternoon. From the Newsroom is available on all smart speakers, so you can get your news fix at home at any time. That's right. Just add From the Newsroom to your Alexa Flash briefing or your Google Assistant news list, or simply say, play From the Newsroom to get your daily news updates from news.com.au. We'll catch you in the morning. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilin sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.